Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Limitless Podcast. This is Junior. This is Sam. And we're excited to be back. Episode two. All right, what's up, everyone? What's up, man? It's, it's been a while. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's, it's awesome to be back, you know, with you, with Sam. I'm yep. excited. We got our little cups, as you can see. You know, <laughs> a little aesthetic pleasing to the eye. I don't know how to say it. I think that's how you say it. I think but so. <laughs> How you been, Sam? I've been good, man. Yeah. How about you? I've been I've been doing well. Um, this week I'm just working. So far, it's Monday, right? Yeah. Right, and then I can't really complain. God is good, man. He has blessed us, and uh, He has put a roof over our houses, clothes <laughs> on our back, food on our table, yeah, right? Complain. And uh, you know, we just gotta give it the best. But with that being said, um, you know, Sam. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, our first video. This is our second one, yeah. and we had announced at the end of our last video that. Um, we were gonna do like an episode like every beginning of the month. Yeah. So we're like every first week we're gonna record, we're gonna edit, we're gonna drop the content, and then prep, 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 and go again. <laughs> um, this month, um, March, we didn't do that. Um, as many of you know, that when you watch this video, you know our supporters, um, those that are watching this, um, tuning in with us. Um, at the beginning of March, we lost our brother Gabriel Figueroa, and um, we just didn't feel right to film then. Um, it's just a lot going on, a lot. you know, physically, emotionally, a lot to process, and we needed some time. And so we just thought it was best to not film, um, to, to, to process. Mm -hmm. um, and I think first and foremost, we just want to take the time to, um, you know, send our condolences to the Figueroa family, um, you know, honor Gabriel as best as we can. Uh, he was a member of Limitless Youth. He, you know, was a friend. Yeah. A lot of us have known him. Um, and we just want to actually just take this moment now that we are now filming um, and just kind of honor him yeah. um, before we even get into, like, our episode today. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, for me, <clears throat> I was mentioning earlier before um, we started recording, you know, Gabriel was like a little brother to me. Yeah. You know, Gabriel was, uh, he was a Limitless Youth member. He was part of the Lean Team. You know, shout out to Lean Team. Yeah. You know, they, we... We all felt it. We all felt it uh, really deeply. Um, uh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy how God works. Because if I could just recall a little bit and share my heart, um, I was actually working that day. Uh, but man, God, God knows, and uh, He allowed me to get out of work early that day. And uh, you know, I came home. In the back of my mind, I knew my brother had to work that day, so it was like, oh, it's gonna work out. You know, I could go home, take my brother to work. And the moment I got home. Um, the moment I got home, I got a text and it said something like, you know, we don't think Gabriel's gonna, gonna make it after today. And, uh, and I just looked at it and my brother got it too. And, uh, we were kind of quiet in the house a little bit and I just kind of, Hey, you know, you want me to make you a sandwich real quick? And so I made him a sandwich and, um, so I made him a sandwich and, you know, we got ready. We go to the car where I'm driving him to work. And uh, it was just a quiet, like super duper quiet. Like it was one of those moments like mm -hmm. we kind of, we him and I just knew, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. We kind of just knew like, man, we're going to lose him. And um, it was just insane. So I drop him to work. I go back home and uh, I'm sitting in my bed. I forget what I was doing. I think I just bought this mic. I was just looking at it. And then I got the text message from pastor saying that, you know, Gabriel is now resting in the presence of the Lord. And man, my heart just went boom and i believe if i could speak my, probably to the majority of the group uh, the limitless team epa apostolic church you know a lot of us felt it 
a lot of us felt it. You know, like I said, my brother, who was one of his best friends, you know, he went with him or grew up with him through the kids ministry, through the juniors, um, went to high school together. You know, they graduated the same class. And, you know, I just had to be there for my bro. And, uh, you know, I just like I said, he was a little brother to me. And I don't know if you have any memories of him. And, and I do. Like that, um, you know? So I should remember when when I used to be a young person in the youth. Um, here at local church, I actually remember um, Brother Robert Figueroa. Shout out to Brother Robert, um, you know, who was invested a lot into our young people and teaching. Um, I remember he approached me and he was like, "Hey, uh, Sam, like, what are your thoughts about like helping us teach the juniors like yeah. on Thursdays?" And I was like, "Oh, I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't know. I'm kind of <laughs> nervous. I don't want to. I always get nervous too. Yeah. Man. And you know, for some reason or another, I was like, you know what? I'll do it. Yeah, I'm here to help." And so those were some of my first experiences, you know, outside of just seeing Gabriel growing up here in our church, because, yeah. you know, we're a tight knit family here in our church. Um, but I had the, you know, the privilege of teaching him, mm -hmm. you know, um, when he was younger, when I was helping with the juniors and super good kid. Yeah. You know, kind of shy, very but, but, shy, but confident still. That's actually true. Yeah. About it, was, it. it was like a shy confidence. Mm -hmm. um, very knowledgeable. Like, you know, you kind of had to get it out of him. Like when we're, <laughs> when I was in class, <laughs> but, to be something yeah, good. but he like, he knew his Bible. No, he did. He, he knew his Bible and mm -hmm. you know that he, that's a byproduct of what he was learning at home. Um, and he could answer, he could share. He was a good student. Yeah. Um, but then not just only that, um, seeing him just like flourish as he started getting involved in you know like what? the things of the lord and exactly. ministry um the media team like he came alive mm -hmm. like and that's so awesome to see i remember i'd be doing media like on the computer clicking buttons on pro presenter and he's like 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 saying stuff into the mic and speaking into the yeah. directing like the live stream and the camera like yeah. and i was like like who is this guy, <laughs> who is this guy? <laughs> he's talking so much no, yeah i totally agree with you because i now i recall i remember the first year i believe that he kind of opened up a little bit mm -hmm. more was in the year of 2016 we had a limitless youth camp mm -hmm. and uh you know that's a creation of lean team and lean. all that stuff right and uh i don't know you know but we created this bond between all the guys man mm -hmm. and till this day we're talking about what five years later mm -hmm. now we're still you know rolling hard and and still hitting each other up we're still like talking to each other you know making jokes of each other but like you know when gabriel passed i remember the group chat that i'm in with them like it hit them hard yeah. we lost a brother man yeah. we lost a part of our our team yeah. and uh but that 2016 year that's when i saw something because if you see i mean even in my social media like instagram or or facebook you know there's pictures of him with us and that's when i realized you know what this kid man like this kid can can do amazing things 2017 comes i encourage him like hey bro like why don't you go join the media team they need help and i remember we needed help mm -hmm. you know, we needed just yeah. personnel yeah you know i'm over there in the music i can't just get off the stage and just go and you know i mean i can but like you know i'm a musician also too mm -hmm. so i can't i wish i could like clone myself or something yeah. but i can't um but i saw his growth and you, know, you said it too you saw it firsthand and his 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 timid how you say timidness yeah. his shyness yeah just became like almost like he, he flourished yeah. and it was so cool to see yeah and man god is good i, I mean i i'm honored i'm yeah. honored to be able to call him a friend i'm i'm honored to even call him a brother bro yeah and uh for him to be part of us it was just like a, an amazing you know feeling and stuff you know i actually remember when I, I got the call um the day that you know gabriel was diagnosed mm -hmm. and the family let us know pastor and 
Um, right away, we took a care package, you know, for Limitless, on behalf of Limitless Youth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I stopped by here at their home. Yeah. I was there with Sister Arcella, Brother Tom, Gabriel. And I was trying to show up, drop off a care package, um, comfort Gabriel, you know, be of a comfort to the family. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it was like the opposite. Like, dude, they were like, and I'm sorry to say dude, but. <laughs> they were like comforting me. That's fine. Like brother Tom, Jarcella, um, the way that they were talking, you know, um, the the confidence, the faith they mm-hmm. had, just the words that they were expressing to me. Like they were like comforting me, and Gabriel was like comforting me. Like I was checking up on him. I was like, "How are you doing?" <laughs> like just trying to love, trying yeah. to love up on Gabriel. Oh, yeah, and like finding back basically tears, mm. and like he was comforting me. Wow. You know, like we prayed together there, you know, together that the Lord's will be done. Um, but he was like, he's like, he's like, Yo, we, can hug it. we can hug it out. I was like, dude, I need that hug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I remember embracing him. We're embracing each other. And like I said, I was so impacted because I was trying to show up there to comfort them. But I felt like they were comforting me wow. and building me up. Um, and throughout the process of his short battle with leukemia, like just when we're texting and checking up on him like like so resilient like so determined Mm -hmm. so like full of faith and he clung on to that relationship with god Mm -hmm. um and so beautiful to see that like what an example like of faith yeah i agree with like to go through what you're going through but like still like hold on Mm -hmm. to like your relationship with god and, and know that like his ways are greater than our ways oh yeah and that was that's that's the memory and the legacy that I want to hold on to and keep when I think of Gabriel. Yeah. I mean, that, that kid, man, impacted so many people, yet he was didn't really speak to a lot yeah. of people. It's amazing, ain't it? Yeah. It speaks, like, volume, you know? And it's, it really showcases a lot to how, I guess, how loving our church is, mm-hmm. right? You know, I mean, I mean, I believe all churches are loving to their yeah. own members. And, I mean, and also outside members, you know what I mean? But what I'm saying is that, like, it just shows how much love we have for each other. You know, sometimes I, I even spoke to my brother about this, and um, I know sometimes we believe that you know oh, nobody really cares. We care, we honestly do. It's just that you know life is life, man. We we're thrown left and right. We're we're working. We're providing. We're doing so much. We're doing ministry. You know, it just it's a lot, but we're there. You know, if you just open up a little bit and just kind of have a conversation connection with somebody, man, people are willing to hear you out. People are gonna be there, and it just showcases you know not just because. Gabriel was going with leukemia. We've always loved him. We appreciated him, you know. And, uh, you know, this this Thursday of this week, Mm -hmm. we have the funeral service. And, uh, I mean, it's an honor, bro. And and I think, like I said, the the life and legacy that what I want to remember Gabriel is, like, like he fought the good fight. He did. Um, And to Limitless Youth that are listening to us, you know, we express this with mentorship, but he loved limitless youth not only did we love him but he loved us yeah um and he said it he texted me he told me he's like there's no group like limitless youth. like i love y'all and that's deep like, i appreciate y'all like i thank you for everything that you all are doing for me have done and do are doing exactly um and and the message that he gave you know he to the church that he shared he's like just as they were united like you know visiting me like i want to see them like that every time yeah we're in this together limitless you know if you guys could just hear me out you know, uh, we're we're here for each other. We're we're stronger together, and you know, whatever you're facing, you're not facing it alone. Yeah. You know, just know for a fact that you know Sam is praying yeah. for the limitless youth. I'm praying for the limitless youth. If you need anybody to talk to, reach out to me. 
uh, reach out to Sam, reach out to Pastor, anybody you know in our leadership. Man, trust me, trust me. If it wasn't for some people that I didn't reach out, you know, I wouldn't be here speaking to Sam or even be in church in general. But you know, by the grace and mercy of God, we're here, mm-hmm. and we just got to give all the honor and the glory, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you know, with that being said, um, you know, we're we're so thankful. We feel fortunate and privileged to have known Gabriel, exactly. to call him a friend, to call him a brother. Mm-hmm. To call him a member of Lean Team, Lean Team. You know, I mean, limitless youth, but Lean Team, and you know, as like a youth director running camp, I did not understand Lean Team. Like y'all had so much energy, um, y'all bucks, were so man. fun, Young bucks. definitely. But you know, we just want to take this moment to say that we love the Figueroa family. We we're praying for them. Um, Gabriel meant a lot to us, and you know, we're so thankful to have known him. Yeah. And with that being said, I think we just want to take a moment of silence and um, just. Thankful, yeah. So let's just take that moment. We love you, Gabe. With that being said, bro, we're episode two. Episode two. One, two. Hey, let's do it. We're here. Let's do it. Let's go. Come on. And this is a very well-known story, but we want to kind of dive into the story of Noah and the ark, Mm -hmm. you know, and really just looking at it through the lens of doing what the lord commands us mm-hmm. and so to start off i just want to ask him you know like what are your like earliest memories of oh wow well i mean my earliest memories of the story of noah it goes we go way back yeah how back <laughs> like it was just sunday school bro sunday i was school. a kid yeah. what, what do they call this yeah. I never understood what that yeah. means. Well, but all I remember jewels. was precious jewels. All I remember, bro, was that they used to give us a little, you know, this is side guys, this is a little bit. They give us a little, um, what's it called, chest or something. And if you got the verse right of the week and you reset it in front of the class, they give you like a quarter. Who is your teacher? I didn't get a chest. <laughs> Did I not learn the Bible? Do you remember that? I mean, well, I'm Anyways, long story short, Sammy saying yes. Yeah, Sammy, Sammy, Sammy saying yes. Yeah. But long story short, that's I remember the story of Noah going way back, like cutting you know pieces of paper, yeah. you know coloring those books and stuff. Even watching I think Veggie Tales. I don't even know yeah. Veggie Tales that movie, but I remember those days. These give us like Cheetos. You know, good times. Good times. Good times, man. But honestly, we go way back. Yeah. Like man, I. I can recall. I, it's like cemented in my mind. I don't mm-hmm. know about you. Yeah, I same. Like when I just my earliest memories, Sunday school. Yeah. Um, not gonna name drop my teachers, but thankful for all of them who invested in my life and teaching me that story. Same. But um, yeah, Sunday school, reading at home. I think one of my first kid Bibles that I had was like it had a picture of like the ark with the little cute little animals and Noah <laughs> in typical, front of it. Typ- typical little, yep. you know, like almost like precious moments, but not precious moments, you know, but. Um, that so I, it's and and honestly, I think you can walk up to I want to say a vast majority of people and just be like, "Hey, do you know the the story of Noah and the Ark?" And they're like, "Probably, yeah." It's yeah. so well known, well known. So that's just something that I remember. Um, I guess okay, I'm gonna go there, but this is exposing myself a no, little go bit. Ahead, but, no, go ahead. Um, do you know who Russell Crowe is? Yes, he's no, an actor. No, yes. He's an actor. Yeah, oh, it sounds. Okay, have you seen actor. the movie Gladiator? Yes, I have. Okay, so he's. The Gladiator. He's the main character in Gladiator. Mm-hmm. But for those that are watching us, I've seen the movie Gladiator before. But also, he made a movie, Noah. So it was like the Noah's Ark. Mm-hmm. It was like Hollywood's adaptation to yeah. the Noah's Ark. Hollywood. And I watched it. Oh, yeah. I um, think, I believe, I think, 
I watched it too. If I'm not mistaken, it's the one with like the box arc. Yeah, I think thing, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And I so, mean, it was it was a while ago, so I don't. Uh, it, I only watched it once, but yeah. I remember watching that. It was interesting. Very yeah. different. Than different. I mean, it wasn't terrible. The creativity. I yeah, mean, yeah. Shoot. I mean, it's Hollywood, so you know they took the they always do that creative, thing. you know, you know, card to you know be more creative no, about yeah, it. I agree. But like, it wasn't a terrible movie, but it wasn't like an amazing movie. But mm. like, it was just different. And I mean, I watched it because I was like, oh, look, Christian movie in Hollywood, and I watched <laughs> it, and I was like, mm. <laughs> drew in. And yeah, but okay, so that's just something I remember. Oh yeah. Um, but it's just a very well known story. Um, and so okay. You know, we've seen, we've seen the movie, I've seen the movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've learned about Noah, we've read the story in the mm-hmm. Bible, we grew up being taught. Can we talk about for a moment, like, the connection between faith and obedience? Like, can you talk to me a little bit about, like, yeah. that connection? Because we clearly see it. No, yeah, we do. And, I mean, for me, I've always said, too, like, for how I've seen faith is, like, you... Believing in something that's obviously not there in front of you, you don't see it anytime soon, but you know it's the, it's gonna happen or even um, it's it's there, yeah. right? And so that's how I perceive faith and mm-hmm. believing something that's not seen with the yeah. visible eye. Yeah. Also, and then obedience to me is obeying a, a, a command that's been given yeah. to you with no hesitation, no you know, no I guess nothing. Um, and your heart that's going to go up against that. Yeah. Just obeying and doing yeah. it. Yeah. Like actually doing the act that's been commanded yeah. for you to do. And yeah. No, and I agree. Yeah. Um, we, I think when we look at faith and obedience, like they go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. Like one, two, they're like two, almost like twin brothers. You know? <laughs> yeah. They're like that's almost good. the same and they kind of look the same, but yeah. they're not. That's good. You know, um, and we know like, you know, we read our Bibles and it's like without faith, it is impossible to please God. Well, that's you good. know? That's and, um, Another thing is like when there is faith, I think it has to be accompanied by like obedience mm-hmm. and like action. Like there has to be action that follows That's it. Good. Um because like obedience is like the expression, you know, of the faith. It's made visible. Mm-hmm. Like you're talking about faith is the invisible, like the, mm-hmm. the assurance of what is not seen, right? Yeah. But what makes that faith visible is like the action that comes with it yeah that is obedience exactly and i always say too like to people man like um you know especially people like oh i believe in god and everything but there's a difference from you believing in god and actually like living for god yeah you know um you know faith in god and believing in god also comes with you know actually doing what god has commanded us to mm-hmm. do yeah. which is like living holy and 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 doing what god has called us to, mm-hmm. to live for him mm-hmm. and to literally um um, get get rid of our own selfish desires and yeah. all that stuff. It comes with it. Like, yeah. dude, you can't just pick and choose. Yeah, it's just us obeying the word of God, the very word mm-hmm. that has brought us to this day, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if oh, and I want to share some scripture. Go no, go ahead, man. Um, because we're talking about faith and we're talking about obedience, and you know, when I think about faith and I think about obedience, like mm-hmm. something that comes to my mind is when Jesus says in Luke. He says, Luke 6, uh, verse 46, he says, But why do you call me Lord, Lord, yeah. and do not do the things which I say? Mm. Like, you're you're calling me Lord, you know, just by using that term, you know, Yahweh, Lord. You're calling me Lord. Like, there's some faith in that, that you trust to call me that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now Jesus, you're saying, but you don't do the things which I say. Mm. And like, there, 
there's that what that's the faith but there's no obedience like wow. they they weren't there they weren't there no that's true and so my my question then is like well then was there really faith if there was no obedience mm. because he says but why do you call me lord lord and do and not do the things which i say and then jesus goes on to say whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them i will show you whom he is like wow. and then he kind of shares that picture you know he's like he that you know comes to me and hears my sayings and does what i tell them to yeah, do yeah, and yeah. is obedient he says he's like you're like a man like who built like his house like upon the rock mm-hmm. dug a deep foundation laid it down you know put work into the foundation yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know a storm came but nah no i, I like what you said too yeah. it's like you know was it really faith yeah and something for me that i've always even spoken to people when mm-hmm. i have good conversations and we just sit down and just talk it out you know i always say you know but like by the fruits man mm-hmm. by the fruits of an individual yeah. you know whether or not they're truly in love and passionate for the things of god or they're just doing it for mm-hmm. the show or for selfish gain yeah. and it's that's another big pill <laughs> i don't know why i always say that but that's a big pill to swallow yeah because in reality Bro, your fruits are going to showcase a lot of the things that, you know, you really believe in and what you follow or you even have implemented in your heart and have cemented in your heart and it'll show your foundation. And for me, like your your obedience to the word of God is very key. Yeah. And especially if you're in ministry, if you're a youth member or even devoted to just living mm-hmm. a godly lifestyle, like your fruits will show. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, I, that, that's good, Sam. I That's deep, bro. You can go yeah. into way, way yeah. talking yeah. to that, but that's pretty solid this isn't biblical but i'm thinking about it now as a father oh, okay there you, you go. know um i have a daughter <laughs> and, samantha, I, and, and samantha i love, samantha. I love her I love her so too cute, yes and she looks like me <laughs> you know you know what people are like oh she's so adorable and she looks like you i'm like oh. <laughs> thank you thank you guys. thank you so you must think I'm cute too. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. But yeah, no, guy, it makes no, it makes me feel good because I think she looks like me. And I'm like someone like they're adorable. I'm like, oh, the chest puffs up. No, yeah, but good. okay, but we love you, SJ. Yeah, I love you, SJ. <laughs> love you. She's gonna watch this twenty when, years later. Yes, she's like Sam. Why? She's like, babe. she's like, I was about to say, babe. No, no, she's uh, she's gonna be like, dad, why are you embarrassing me? <laughs> but um, you know, as a father, I hope that my daughter will look at me and be like that's my father that's mm. that's my dad that's, no, that's my good. father yeah, yeah yeah you know and and that's the relationship we have like father and daughter but she's calling me father and i'm hoping that that relationship is there that that the expectancy is going to be like you know i'm going to say something to her one day and i'm my hope is that she will obey yeah because there's a relationship you know there you really brought to me something like it's not even our discussion or nothing yeah. but like you said you know, I really hope what you say, your daughter will yeah. want to say, oh, that's my father, yeah. you know? And it's like vice versa, too. Mm-hmm. You also want to see that, oh, she's my daughter, yeah. you know, that's my girl. Yeah. And it's like the same thing as God. Like, one thing that pops in, popped in my mind right now is when when we do go see God and, you know, when, like, the whole judgment thing and yeah. everything, God says, you know, that many will come mm-hmm. um, before him and say, oh, no, we casted out demons in your name. We did this mm-hmm. in your name. And what will God say? Like, depart from me, for I do not know I you. never knew you. Or never knew you, yeah. right? And man, those words are deep, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I want God to know me, and yeah. I want to know who my God is mm-hmm. too. It's, it's a relationship, and yeah. it's like this this understanding and this intimate uh, relationship with our Creator, and that's something that we all have to keep in mind, yeah. you know. And I love that. I love that analogy, man. That's pretty solid. Yeah. No, and yeah, just that's when I think about faith and I think about obedience. 
I think they go hand in hand. But then I'm always brought back to like that when Jesus was like, but why do you call me Lord? Mm -hmm. But you don't do the things that I say. No, yeah. You're you're saying there's a relationship. You're saying you believe in me. No, yeah, yeah. But you're not doing the things which I'm saying. Yeah. But, okay, so Noah's Ark, the story, Noah, Noah. the person. And I think kind of like we're looking at Noah because the way he responded, right? Yeah. But now let's bring it to today. Why do you think sometimes it's hard for people to like do that like mm-hmm. obey and step out in faith wow like why do you think they're that struggle no, that's a good question honestly because i feel like a lot of the times and i'm gonna look at the camera just to speak but i feel like a lot of the times um as as believers of god you know we we come to this point in life where we're hitting a dilemma you know we want to do our things we want to chase after our own desires and when we go after our own things we sometimes go after fleshly desires Mm -hmm. and we don't submit ourselves to the will of god and what god has already planned and already um you know planned for us to do it's crazy how yeah god knows all but we start able to do our own Mm -hmm. that's like super like that's that's a a brain confusion kind of Mm -hmm. but it's it's just amazing to like how awesome in our our creator is because he still allows us to do whatever we want to do mm-hmm. and that's the problem that a lot of people go out and seek their own desires they, their own wants their own career paths whatever and look god will bless you god will allow you to go through uh, whatever you go through and and go through the process of you chasing whatever you want if it's in his will mm-hmm. right and sometimes we have to understand just the safe i've said this one time i believe my first preaching that said the safest place to be is in the will of god mm. and i think that's what's going to allow us to refocus and allow ourselves to be molded into what god has created us to be and it's 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 a really hard for us humans because we live in a culture in a world and even in the united states where everything is thrown at us information mm-hmm. um a bunch of images images videos all this stuff and you know it sways us yeah. you know we're, most of us are not really founded in the word of god which is very important right sam yeah it's very important for us to read the word of god and keep ourselves focused and keep ourselves what god wants us to do and that's just my answer i know there's many answers right so can you wait can you repeat that for those that are listening or yeah. gonna tune in yeah. where's the safest place safest place to be the safest place to be is in the will of god that's interesting they say that because i in my kind of like my perspective on like when i'm seeing like why is it that humanity struggles with like the whole stepping out of faith mm-hmm. you know which is being obedient to the call of god in their yeah. life or what god has commanded them to yeah, do yeah, yeah. like my answer to like what that struggle is is because for them their their safe place is not in the will of god but it's not it's like in their comfort zone wow like that's not my safe place and you know what's crazy too the will of god will take you out of your comfort zone to trust him that's what the bible says to trust in him with uh, and not lean on your own understanding yeah yeah. right and that's something that we have and i can't believe it. it's just god is so good because there's that one song that we just sang for the pi service Mm -hmm. and uh you know, I can't. I can't sing it. Yet. Sing oh no! It. <laughs> it's like trust in the Lord yeah. with all your, you know, yeah. all your heart, all mm-hmm. your mind, all your soul. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we just want to trust God with our heart, but not our mind. Yeah. Sometimes we want to trust God with our mind, but not our heart. Mm-hmm. And it's like this whole thing. It's like this whole. We want to. We have to trust God with everything mm-hmm. that's within us. Let go of a lot of the things that you know we we want to grab and hold. And yeah. I'm learning this right now as we're speaking mm-hmm. in the season that I'm in. Is that regardless of what it is, you trust God. Yeah. And it's something that's going to allow you to live peacefully, live 
like you know um not perfect we're not yeah. going to be perfect only god is mm -hmm. but yeah we're pursuing the one who is god is going to keep us safe in his hands and his in his presence and just being you know in his in his will yeah and and i think and honestly like if 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 we and I, i'll use myself as an example because i'm not going to point fingers oh, yeah, but yeah. um that's not what i do but um you know, we we are all. I think many of us are guilty of like maybe not being responsive to yeah. the call of God, mm. to the will that He has for us, mm -hmm. or answering that call. You know, like hey, like I'm calling you, but you're not answering. You're declining it. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're yeah. putting your phone on silent. You're refusing to answer the call, and God's like knocking, knocking, and we're, we're refusing that. Yeah. Um, for fear and so many other things, and the the truth of the matter for me is like when you don't want to respond or when you don't want to answer to that call. When you don't want to be receptive to the will of God, mm -hmm. truly anything could be an excuse. Oh, wow. I have so, I'm busy with work, mm -hmm. or I have a relationship, or it doesn't work with my schedule, or I have this going on, or no, someone else can do it better than me, or like so many reasons can be the reason why you don't respond to that. Well, I mean, we could see it in the life of Noah, right? Yeah. And I mean, we could read that chapter in chapter six, so I guess like verse nine or eight, mm -hmm. when they introduce Noah into the picture. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Bible, the word of God says, too, that the world was multiplying, yeah. right? And But people were becoming sinful in mm -hmm. nature. Yeah. And and as you know, from Adam and Eve, that's where sin came and all this other stuff came. And it just became worse and worse. And as we know, it's still getting worse yeah. as it is. And it's funny because a lot of the world believes, and I, I'm, not a, I'm not a pessimistic person. I'm very optimistic. Like, I try to see things in a bigger perspective and also in a better way. Mm -hmm. But... From my understanding is that the world is not going to get better dude it's not because there's they're going away from god they're going away from his like not his law but his who he is and having him be the center of our lifestyle and because the further we go away from him the more we incline ourselves to things that pertain oh that's good for us it's good for you know this whole society and it's not rather god has mandated us to like live for mm -hmm. him alone yeah and then I think one of the last things that I really think of when I see like the lack of responsiveness or the the not answering, you know, yeah, the yeah. call or not doing as the Lord has commanded us, yeah, is like the uncertainty mm. if it's really God who's calling us, and and that's something for me. I mean, and <laughs> like you, Sam. that's good. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, like let's look at like for me again. I you know trying to put some scripture to it, like when oh, yeah. I why i why i you know that might be the reason like look at peter we mm. see that there's an example um in the bible where it says that the disciples were on the boat and yeah, it was yeah. nighttime and it was misty and there was like a storm going on and you know it says that there was like a storm and it was like the waves are rocking the boat mm -hmm. and you know the, the bible's like it, it jesus was walking on the water you yeah. know and it almost looked like as if it was a ghost you know and you know they're like who is that? Like, who is that? You, Lord? Lord, yeah. And he's like, "Be of good cheer." You know, he's it is I. Yeah. You know, and then he says, "Do not be afraid." But then other scriptures will say, like, "Is this a be of good cheer?" So like, be courageous. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid. It's me who's who's walking to you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's me who's calling out to you. Do not be afraid. And then what happens? Peter answers him, and he says, "You know," and I have it here. He said, "Lord, if it is you." command me to come to you on the water wow but even that that's like a question of his own man. peter's saying like but if it's you you know there's like that doubt like 
wait, you're calling me. You've already made it known to me that you're the one that's out there. Yeah. You know, you're the one approaching us. And you've already said it is I, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet he's now he heard the voice. You know, he heard the call. But now he's still saying, if it's you, there's like this doubt. Yeah. yeah. Do I even know the voice that I'm hearing is you? Yeah. And so he says, he said, come. And Peter comes. And what happens? Yeah. He, he fell. He yeah. stumbled. He, he, he started to drown. He looked away. Yeah. Right? He looked away. There. Every preacher says that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you have, I heard something. I don't want to say it's very cliche or nothing, but it's like when you have your eyes on God, you know, you, you're, you're right. You're, you're, you're walking on, on like miraculous things, miracles, the, the power of God. When you sway your eyes away, it's just a moment. Yeah. And it's it's very it's very deep and uh i mean the reason why we're bringing this up the reason why we're bringing this up is because for me i remember reading um in matthew matthew 24 i actually have it right here and i'm going to read it for you real quick if you want to write it down matthew chapter 24 verse 37 through 39 it says this it says but as the days of noah were so also will the coming of the son of man be for as in the days before the flood they were eating and drinking marrying and giving into marriage until the day that noah entered the ark and it's crazy because what the verse is literally showing me or even like telling me is the fact that like everybody was just living Mm -hmm. doing their thing doing their part focusing on whatever they had to do and they had a good time bad time whatever just life right and if we go to the story of noah what does it say what, what does the Bible say? It said that Noah was th- like there, like he was before the eyes of the Lord. He perfect, perfect people, his generation, his generation. He stood out amongst the rest. He wasn't just going with the, the flow in life. And I tell people this all the time that in life, there's a time and place for everything. It does. The Bible even says it too. I believe it's in the book of Ecclesiastes that says it. And, um, you know, there's a time for everything, man. But to me, just showcase that, you know, though no one was still going through the process of life and being a father and all that stuff, he was still what? Devoted to God when the it whole world. Noah was a just man, perfect, perfect. In, his generations. in his generations. And then it says Noah walked with God. Right? Yeah. I don't know if you want to have anything else to add there, but by all means, be my guest. I think if I, if anything i want to add to it because we're we're looking at noah and we're and it's almost like we're diving into his character and who mm-hmm. he was as a person yeah. and how it is that he was able to do what the lord had commanded him and you know you brought up who he was as a person and the bible's given us this scripture but what i also want to um what i also want to do or share is like again we look down further genesis chapter 7 mm-hmm. um verse 5 and it says uh, and Noah did according, like, in t- we talk about his character, yeah. who he was, you know, what he did. But, you know, God gives him a command. And Genesis 7, 5 says, and Noah did according to all that the Lord commanded him. Mm. And I think that speaks, like, volumes, like, of who it he does. was. Because here he's being commanded. He's being told something. He's being told, build an ark, giving exact measurements, yeah. told how to build the given the blueprint and you know gather these animals you know this of every kind and you know and you and your family and he does everything that he was commanded like to the t Mm -hmm. and i think that speaks a lot about him um and if anything something that really like pops up to me because you're talking about it 
and we see the message of Noah, we see the the Noah's Ark, yeah, and and truthfully, like God had gotten tired with humanity because of how wicked they were, and you know judgment was coming. But you see the correlation, of course, and because judgment was coming, and you know today where we are today, like judgment is gonna come again. Yeah, like we're all gonna stand before him one day. Yeah, and true, like. You know, just like you said, in like the days of Noah. In the days of Noah. And man, it's, it's so amazing because just like, I, I'm thankful God came and saved me mm-hmm. because I was in a mode in my mm-hmm. life where I just didn't want to do anything for mm-hmm. the Lord. But like, you know, being in, in, in under leadership that has taught me so much. And on top of that, too, just seeking God's face, especially now that I'm older. Like, yes, I've messed up. Yes, I've done things. But God is still there. Yeah. And for those who feel like, you know, oh, God can't forgive me. Like, man, God can forgive you. Mm-hmm. God can heal you. God can save you. And there is still time to be saved. Mm-hmm. But what the two worlds, the Bible says, I think in the book of Ecclesiastes 2 also, where it says um, uh, that there's nothing new under the sun, mm-hmm. right? There's yeah. nothing new under the sun. And this is just from the dome right now. Because, no, for real. No, no, no. Because right. it's, it's, there's nothing new. Sin has always been a thing mm-hmm. on this earth. There's never yeah. been a moment except before um before Adam and Eve fell. Mm-hmm. But sin has always created this 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 nature of us being in wickedness. Yeah. For example, the people of God, the people of God, the nation of Israel, they were in sin. The Bible says that God will come and give them a word to, for them to repent. But what happens? They either repented and yes, they went living for God, but when they, what they do, they went back into living into like a, sinful, cycle. a cycle, right? Cycle. Or sometimes they did not listen to God's voice and God's judgment came mm-hmm. upon them. And yeah. what happened? Other nations came and mm-hmm. destroyed their cities, mm-hmm. their walls and all this stuff. Took them captive. Took them captives, yeah. right? Now watch this. For me, how I seen it, it's like there's sin then, sin now. And it's funny to me because believe it or not, I don't know if this is because I'm older, <laughs> but I've been seeing so many people getting married. And that's why I start laughing because of the people giving into marriage, people partying, <laughs> right? People like they, it's just funny. Like that's that's just something that's surface based. There's deeper meaning mm-hmm. to all that stuff. Yeah. But what I'm saying is just it's funny to me, bro, because it's like, wow, like going back mm-hmm. to what what causes us to uh, to not be obedient to the call of God mm-hmm. is because we follow the things that we want. Yeah, this lifestyle yeah. that this world has offering, like. Us doing what we got to do and not living a devo- like a devoted life to mm-hmm. God and actually walking mm-hmm. in the wa- mm-hmm. the will of God and it's all this stuff, man. And it's just it's funny to me how that's how it's like Noah's Noah's days were wicked and we're still living in a wicked life mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, right. And and you know so let me let me bring in you know scripture second peter 2 5 it says and did not spare the ancient world but saved noah one of eight people a preacher of righteousness bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly Mm -hmm. like peter is telling us that like noah you know we know the story of noah but now peter sounds like he was a preacher of righteousness like he was proclaiming like what was going to happen but something that like i I guess what i want to ask is like in seeing this story and looking at noah and his character and he's not perfect you know we know that you know you keep reading the story you know but but i'm talking about this moment where there's been a command on his life there's been a call on his life and he's 
again, the Bible tells us he did everything that the Lord commanded him to do. Yeah. And he was perfect amongst his generation. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, what can we learn from this story? And I guess I also kind of in the same in answering that question, I kind of want to like ask us a question, you know, um, like how can we like as believers or how will we as believers respond like to the will of God, to the call of God and in doing the the will of the Lord and in responding to the call and acting in faith, mm. you know, like in today's society, because of the times that we live in, like, I guess my question is, is like for us to answer to ourselves, like, how are we going to respond when we're doing the work of the Lord and everyone around us or the society mm. or, you know, the world is like against us yeah. and is heckling us maybe mm. or or roasting us or, you know, not physically persecuting us because of, you know, where we live, but, you know, um, you know, verbally maybe, yeah. but like when, for him, he was building the ark. That was his job. That was his call to do. Yeah. But for us, the call for us today may be a different. Maybe we're not building an ark, but maybe we've been called to serve in a different capacity. Mm-hmm. But how are we going to respond when while we're serving or while we're acting on faith and obedience, you know, the world around us is contrary. And mm-hmm. I, I, that's something I think we need to ask ourselves. Well, two things you, you brought up for me. First, stay faithful to what you already know God mm-hmm. has called you to. Mm-hmm. Meaning, be committed. Mm-hmm. Like, Hundred mm-hmm. percent, because just like Noah, Noah got the word from God saying, "Build this ark because mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring a flood." Yeah, him knowing too that it has never rained, he still trusted God. Mm-hmm. He still believed in all that, and he. It's crazy because even the people, the people were hackling him. They were like making fun of him, like, "Ha, you're building an ark. You're crazy." In this day, people are like, oh, uh, we could say, oh, Jesus is coming back. Oh, you're crazy. I've heard that all my life. He still hasn't came back. Mm. He's going to come back. One thing that when you read the word of God, what does the word of God say? That every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God will never come back well void. Mm-hmm. Meaning it's always going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's always going to happen. So if Jesus himself, I'll be back, he's going to come yeah. back. So you better be ready first and foremost. But God doesn't just want you to sit on the sideline. He doesn't want you to sit on the bench. He doesn't want you to just be chilling. He wants us to stay faithful in every single thing, tithing, committed to your service in church, community work, outreach, you know, evangelistical things, whatever it may be, right? Like you just being that person to be faithful in the thing. Now, now being uh now staying faithful comes with a lot of things. You have to do a lot of sacrifice in your own mm-hmm. self, bro. I mean, I can't I can't build an ark. Like I don't know how to. Like I really don't know how to. But I know for a fact is this that I could be that person to help others. Whoever's building the ark, those are the the ones that are creating this, right? Whoever's building it. I'm just using a reference, man. I'm not saying like we know Jesus is the ark. Jesus is salvation. Jesus is the person that's gonna allow us to reign with him in forever and eternity, right? But and I'm going to share something with you, Sam. Actually, a couple weeks ago, I believe it was actually like, not even a week. It was like last month in February. God gave me a dream and it was so, you know, those dreams that kind of like gives you kind of like a burden, mm-hmm. but like for people, yeah. it was that type of dream. So you see, God in that dream placed me in a position, placed me in a position to be that helping hand for others to tell them, hey, man, get back in this art, bro. Yeah. Don't go too far. But in that same vision, he showed me that it wasn't just me. 
that it was also other people in leadership and churches and pastors mm -hmm. pastorships that are calling out for their cities for them to be saved because the coming of the lord is t near it's about to happen we just don't know when yeah. nor the hour now it's for us to be in that position to help others mm -hmm. to get back on this ark yeah you know and be when, that preacher and when you say like being faithful you know another thing that i think about is not just being faithful but like staying on task mm, that's like, a good one yeah i mean I've never built an arc. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't build anything. Like I can build yeah, Legos. I, <laughs> That's about I, it. I, but... I love Legos. I can build like you know, like I like tables like this. You know, <laughs> that was easy, furniture, though. furniture that my wife orders or something like that, yeah, or yeah. projects like that. But I can't build a house. I can't yeah. do that. But um, just like staying on task, like as believers, as those that are responding to the call of the Lord, because I'm I'm sure that there's days in in service or mm -hmm. days in working. Mm -hmm then people are quick to maybe like doubt the call and they're saying you know can i even stay on task but my message is like stay on task stay on task even if like the world is against you man because in the end of the day i always say this man look at it in the bigger perspective mm -hmm. you can look at it right now in the small perspective because in the end of the day what really matters mm -hmm. <laughs> us going to heaven <laughs> Like being with God, like I don't want to go to hell. Like I really don't because mm -hmm. we already know what the Bible says about hell. Like it's like, mm -mm. like mm -hmm. you know, it's not a place for us. Yeah, I want to be with God. Like mm -hmm. I want to be in a place where there's no more crying, no more tears, no more hurt. Imagine that. And I, for a fact, going back to the Gabriel, mm -hmm. he's resting in the presence of the Lord. And when God blows that trumpet, right, or allows the trumpet to be blown and stuff, he's gonna be up there, and we're gonna be caught up with them. And I think that's something like the hopefulness, having the faith in that. I think that's what's going to allow us to strive forward. But it comes from within too, man. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is just being me like real, you know, mm -hmm. speaking to a lot of people that are going to listen to this. <clears throat> you know what? Sometimes we just have to do a real self-check. Like, like, there's sometimes where I, I, I'm honest. There's sometimes in, in, in Sunday services, I just don't feel like coming because I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm really like worn out. But the spirit of God gives me strength and it makes me realize like, nah, I have called you to be this vessel, to be a servant, whether you're playing on the keys or the bass or even worship leading, you have been called to be mm -hmm. in these front lines mm -hmm. for these people. And it's an honor. It's a privilege, man. You know, I, I always say too, I don't deserve to be up there. I don't, but God has been good. And God has always reminded me that he has called me for this hour. And in this season, to be that vessel, mm -hmm. we have to change our mindset of not stop being selfish, stop stop caring about what people are gonna say about us, stop caring about what what's the benefit for me doing so. No, just put your head down and work. You know, I think we have lost that with everything being baby to us. Mm -hmm. You know, people want everything now, or people want it to be fed. Like I, I'm not gonna do it if it's not there. Yeah, people are not willing to. You know, it's like the whole workout thing like people want the results in like in a week <laughs> as you know working out takes time yeah especially you want that that physique you want mm -hmm. that you want to look good it takes time and people are not willing to actually devote themselves to actually going through the trials through those valleys through the mountaintops you know god is still the god of the mountaintop he's yeah. still the god of the valley yeah. you know it's like god will get us through this all man and i believe noah understood that with his mind you know god reminded him because he walked with him he spoke to him he was with him 
he's been with him and i think that's something that i took away from me reading the story of noah mm-hmm. you know though yes he was a righteous man he was you know god saw him he he had a a, a moment he had moments with him he had time where he spoke to him he had times where he he understood what he wanted from him mm-hmm. and we need to do that ourselves yeah. too and i guess I want to bring it back to the scripture that you shared with us, Matthew 24. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of Son of Man be. Mm. You know, and he gave the reasons, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and what was happening at society, you know, what was happening in the world in the days of Noah. But, you know, verse 39, um, uh, and did not know until the flood came and took them all away so also will the coming of the son of man be yeah, people will not like know. they didn't know people will still not know until the day yeah. does come they look into the sky and be like oh yeah. you know it's over yeah and uh man it's just it's it's so mind-blowing to like why god has placed this in my heart even yeah. in your heart too yeah. to speak about this because we know man we see it through like the laws that are getting mm-hmm. passed and all this stuff is like getting close. People are living for themselves. Right. And then not uh, living for God, living for themselves. Or even too, like to bring it back home to like the, the church people, bro. Like we were like low-key kind of following a man. And and it's not even about that. We're not even part of this world. Yes, we do have to have a voice in this world, but we also have to live for God and be the voice of God. Like, you know, be the preacher. Mm-hmm. Like just like Noah was preaching. Yeah. And we have to be that person in any outlet that we have. We don't need no pulpit. Shoot, create a podcast if you have to, right? Yeah. Right? Create something, but be a voice. Live for God. You know, live for him. It's not over till he comes back. Yeah. We still have time. You know, we still have wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Still have time. You're going you're going somewhere good. And because we're beginning to close, um, like as we begin to close, and those that are watching us, yeah. I'm sorry to cut no, you off. No, it's okay, it's like, okay. Like, like, it. like give me those give us those last takeaways. Like, what is something that whoever listens to this podcast should take away from noah from the the story from the ark like because you're going there and i want to i kind of want that to be like you know yeah yeah well first don't be selfish be selfless right put yourself out there in the front lines for people Mm -hmm. um knowing that if you are saved if you are baptized in the name of jesus you know you already have been sanctified you've been chosen for this generation to be that voice man when you're not the only one believe it or not while you walk in the will of god while you walk righteous and you walk wherever god has you know called you to walk already there's going to be people in that god is going to bring you to walk with you to help you in those seasons that you don't understand why you're in there i don't know why i need to say this man but honestly epa has taught me that epa church has put people in my life like you like joseph like tim everybody else you know um pastor our, our ministers they have taught me so much yet i never really told them i just learned from them mm-hmm. they're not perfect man but i know they're not perfect and the thing is that i'm not no person to judge man like that's the thing a lot of people be judging people i'm like it's not about that it's like we all are different for a reason so that no man can get the glory but god mm-hmm. right yeah and i'm telling you bro i believe i believe that god really has Put this in our heart for us to speak to this generation, to our limitless youth, to our city, to the other cities, to our district, to other organizations and congregations. Man, that Jesus is coming back. And we must be ready. Definitely. We must be ready. And like the days of Noah, we're living in them. And it's time to focus up. And it's time for us to do our best and to have God know us. Mm -hmm. And we know him.
Yeah, no, I agree a hundred percent. Um, and I think it's 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 an alarm. It's an alarm that I hope is ringing. Like you know, it's like whoa, whoa hold on, hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. You're telling me that just as it was then, like it's gonna be now when when the Son of Man comes, yeah. and, and we won't know when he comes. But you know, something that I hope that whoever listens and can take away from this is like just as Noah did, like he did all that the Lord commanded him to do. Do it, even if like doing it alone even if you're the only one stepping out of oh faith, yeah you know you know be in the will of god like don't be in your comfort zone you know like my takeaway for this is like if you're doing what the lord has commanded you to do if you're answering to that call you're not going to go wrong mm. you know and you will never go wrong exactly. when you're doing what it, what the lord has called you to do that's good man you know when you listen to him when you respond like you you will never go wrong. No, like, yeah, that's I, my takeaway. I agree with you completely, 100%. And I'm excited, bro. Yeah. You know, we're coming to a close right now. Um, first yeah, of all, cue, cue the piano. Cue the piano. Cue the piano. Joseph. <laughs> He's not here. Yeah. But uh, no, yeah. I mean, first of all, man, I'm excited, bro, because like I said, God has given this this desire to do this. And I believe with all my heart that, you know, it's for a reason and for a purpose. And, uh, you know, for those who are listening to us and who are tuning in, you know, every month, um, you know, I pray that, you know, God keep on blessing you, that yeah. God keeps on giving you revelation. And I just pray that, you know, you take some time throughout the week. Yeah. You know, a lot, there's this, this false um, idea that you need to pray like what a 30 minute prayer, an hour. But if you pray like a good solid five minutes, but with all your heart, man, I'm telling you, God will answer your prayer and God will give you understanding to whatever you're going through. And, uh, you know, I, I pray that, you know, um, you take what you learned from today, our conversation, yeah. and you just take it to your uh, everyday life or you even implement it into your youth group and to your Bible study, wherever it may be. Um, I don't know if you have any other words for, you know, the peoples. No, I just uh, excited again. I know this is episode two. We're still learning, you know, yeah. bear with us. We're 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 growing together yeah. um, and we're excited to continue doing this. And inviting you to be a part of this engage with us comment subscribe yeah. participate message us tell us give us topic ideas like this is that safe place that we mentioned in the past exactly. um, and we're going to continue to do this so we invite you along for that journey um as we're going together and yeah. that's it well i mean god bless you we appreciate your support if you can like share subscribe to our youtube channel our instagram page and uh, we'll see you next month and uh you know we'll, we'll be connected with you through our social media and may god continue to bless you thank you peace, peace. out